What you are about to hear are accounts of real pro wrestling events. Some names, mostly ours, have been changed to protect the innocent. Welcome to Snap Judgments. Welcome everybody, it's your boy Justin JLB, it is me, Mr. RCMP, and it is Snap Judgments time, it is your raw recap, review cap, whatever you want to call it, wear it, wear it with a cap while you're listening. Before I get to the raw recap review um, for June 22nd, 2020, I do want to let you know that this is brought to you by the Tatnus Code Network. You can find amazing podcasts there, various other things, wrestling related. There is the Dice Box um, Slam with Nyla Rose, featuring Nyla Rose on there. So wrestling related, you want to check that out. But there's other podcasts there that have various amounts of to- uh, topics, including Tatnus Co. Uncensored, uh, Basement Bullshit, Carpool Shenanigans, and there's a bunch more. Of course, we're there too. So like, share, subscribe with us and with any of the other podcasts because it is a good time. Now, let's get on to the Raw Recap um, for June 22nd, and this is being coined as Championship Monday. We start off with Drew McIntyre, who kicks off the show. Uh, he basically says that he's still the champion, talks about what happened last week with R-Truth when he um, basically put up both titles on the line uh, mistakenly because he talks before he does. However... Ziggler then does come out, mentions that AJ was traded to SmackDown and Raw gets uh, Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode. Kind of weird considering Ziggler was doing a thing with Otis. I guess they scrapped that because I guess Otis will be doing something with the money in the bank perhaps. Um, Ziggler says uh, that Drew owes him and he mentions that way back in the day, Uh, They used to be tag team partners and uh, he would call him the Scottish psychopath and so on. And he says that Drew owes him. Drew McIntyre does does then say, listen, I where did you go after we left after we left together? I became a champion. You haven't so on and so forth. However, Ziggler then does challenge Drew to an ex- extreme rules for the WWE title, which honestly could be a fun time. I'm actually excited by that. Ziggler getting a title shot. Ziggler is a great wrestler. And uh, maybe uh, with Drew McIntyre, they'll put up a decent match. Certainly better than doing anything with Bobby Lashley. That's for sure. So pretty decent segment to start off Raw. We have Nia Jax who comes out and sits in the middle of the ring. She is not going anywhere. She mentions that she was screwed over her opportunity to beat Asuka at Backlash when <clears throat> excuse me. At Backlash when there was a countout and Raw last week with the biased ref. Our truth uh, does then come out and says he has a match with Akira Tozawa and accuses Naya of being the true evil ninja because ninjas are a master of disguise. Valid point, valid point. I, I see where our truth is going there. Uh, but then he does notice Akira Tozawa over there and uh, the ninjas start coming out and our truth runs 
Uh, I, I feel like he runs away. He doesn't run after him, but he runs away because he doesn't want to get beaten by the ninjas. Um, so we get a commercial break. Then when we come back, Nia Jax is still in the ring. Uh, Charlotte Flair does come out and talks about family. Uh, basically just mentions that, you know, uh, now her dad is known as it's Charlotte Flair's father kind of thing. Naya says the only reason she got where she was was because of her dad. Flair, Charlotte Flair lists her wins and accomplishments and she's like, well, maybe it was my dad that beat Asuka at WrestleMania and da 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 da. Um, Naya says that Charlotte never beat her because she is the woman to, uh, she is the woman that is built to be the champion of the women's division. And then Naya does attack Charlotte Flair and it seems that she does injure Flair's arm. Flair is scheduled to face Asuka later on, so we shall see how that plays into that. We also got the final, final, final battle between the anything you can do, I can do better. No, it is not some kind of sports game, but it is going to be for the tag team championships in the ring. So this match is pretty fun. Uh, it goes back and forth and we finally do see the Street Profits finally beat the Viking Raiders. They do hug afterwards and everything is all good and they put their Viking Profits uh, hands up kind of thing to signify that they are still a team. But that is cool. Uh, Street Profits finally do beat them. I found it weird. Why wouldn't you have done this on like a pay-per-view or something? I guess they kind of dragged it out for too long, though, and that's what happens. Still kind of weird, though. I mean, you built all that Street Profits never beating Viking Raiders. You definitely could have had it better. Uh, it would have been more monumental on, like, a pay-per-view or something. Um, however, after the match, Andre and Garza attack the Street Profits, so now we will almost probably see uh, Andrade and Garza versus the Street Profits at Mania, uh, Mania, at uh, Backlash. So we shall see what happens there. Um, we then do get a Roland segment. He mentions that we are destined for our roles and Roland, Rollins has accepted his role as the Messiah while Ray has not accepted his role as a sacrifice. Nothing Ray can do to stop what is going on Legends never die, but they can outlive their welcome. Rollins has done better segments, but I'm still with the whole Messiah thing. I haven't gotten bored of it yet. I do feel like that is coming, though. You maybe got to switch it up a bit because uh, this is also dragging on for a little bit too long. So Flair's arm is hurt from earlier because of Naya. Um... And basically, we're seeing that there. Um, we also do see a little segment with Andrade and Garza. They are now united. Of course, Garza is still flirting with Charlie. Uh, so I don't know if they're eventually ever going to do anything with that or just continue that going with Garza's little suaveness. 
Next up though, we got Asuka versus Flair for the Women's Championship, because it is championship night after all, guys. So keep that in mind. Uh, we do see Charlotte's arm is taped up due to Nia Jax, and this match is uh, pretty good. It's pretty good. Eventually, they play into Charlotte's arm being hurt. Uh, Asuka wins via the chicken wing crossface, but Flair definitely put up a good fight, even though her arm was injured. Obviously, this is uh, all storyline, but Asuka finally gets the win on Charlotte, which is also something they should have done at like a pay-per-view or something. Uh, they, they're ruining these two monumental moments with the Street Profits and Viking Raiders and, you know, now Asuka and Flair. Finally, Asuka beats Flair. And I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of weird to me. Um, Naya says uh, after the match, uh, Charlie as Charlie... Uh, basically interviews her she said it would be a real shame for someone to kick the queen while she is down and it goes off to a commercial break we do then see edge who has a little segment he says randy won at backlash but doesn't live up to the claim of being the better wrestler says he felt randy's panic uh during the match and says randy can gloat all he wants He's disappointed that he didn't give Randy Orton the low blow first, and that's initially what caused Randy Orton to win the match. Uh, Edge does say he needs to wake up a side of him that's been asleep for far too long. Um, in the When he does mention about Christian, he actually calls him Jay, which of course is his real name, and that they've been best friends for 36 years. And he does mention again, it woke up a side of him that will sink to every level. Um that he wants so he can get the win and he doesn't care about a wrestling match anymore so much for the greatest wrestling match ever uh making him wish cowboy bob orton was firing blanks the night that randy orton was conceived Ooh, it's like a it's like an elementary schoolyard uh like this or something um and he mentions that although the voices in his head uh and and that and he basically says that Randy Orton's voices in his head um, will go on to the chorus, and that Edge will ultimately scream louder, scream louder than them. And Randy has no idea what he has done now, and he has woken up the evil, and he has woken up the rated R superstar. So. Now it looks like we're just going to get some like crazy hardcore match as opposed to the greatest match ever. Very weird, but ultimately this is the match that it should have been from the get-go. Again, that match was pretty decent though. So you gotta you gotta give it props there. It was a pretty decent match. Wasn't the greatest match ever, but it certainly was a four uh, a four star absolutely. Uh, we do then see Randy Orton uh, asks Charlie what a snake does and then what a snake does when it feels threatened and he mentions that it's going to bite and defends uh, what he is going to do and he has to do what it takes to survive um, and that's Mother Nature. He hopes they live long healthy lives when referring to Edge and Christian and um, as long and they will as long as they do it far from edge so edge is ready for um well rather randy orton is ready for the retaliation and we shall certainly see what happens there man i don't know like 
I guess I want to see this hardcore match, but I'm kind of done with this whole Edge versus Randy Orton thing. I do think it's kind of cool, but like, what's with everything being dragged and dragged and dragged? Like, I don't care anymore. Like, I don't know. I mean, I get it. They have a few less wrestlers now, and then with the whole COVID thing happening, they have less, but like, I feel like this has been planned for a while, so I have no idea what's going on. Um, after that, though, Charlie does interview Charlotte. Naya does then attack Charlotte and slams Charlotte's arm in a, on a compartment. And now Charlotte. So basically, we're definitely going to see a Charlotte versus Nia Jax. So that should be a good time. Uh, Big Show uh, has a little interview. He says he's not here about fun tonight and that tonight he's going to head to the ring uh, as a heartless, angry giant. Uh, we don't know what he's referring to, but we will definitely find out. Now it is officially made official. McIntyre versus Ziggler um, at Extreme Rules. And uh, is it Extreme Rules? Yeah, at Extreme Rules. And why do I keep thinking that's wrong? Um, let me just check here quickly. I don't, maybe it's not. Is it extreme? I said backlash before. Uh, next, WWE pay-per-view. Let's just check here. Yeah, extreme rules. So I was right. This is why you shouldn't doubt yourself, folks. If you're right, you're right. And that's it. Just move on. So extreme rules. And it's called The Horror Show. Um, and this will take place July 19th. So we have quite a little while. Um, but yeah, so July 19th, Extreme Rules, The Horror Show, which I guess that's also where we're going to see a Bray Wyatt, uh, Strowman match. Horror Show just makes sense. Um, yeah, so, uh, after that, McIntyre and Ziggler, as I mentioned, made official for Extreme Rules. Nature Boy does come out, says Randy Orton is the greatest performer today, and it's, uh, and it's Randy Orton who punted them, who punted Edge and Christian back to retirement. Randy Orton does come out. He shakes Flair's hand, which is really weird. The fans boo. I'm not sure because they shook hands or because they disagree with uh, Ric Flair and Randy Orton. But very weird, man. Why are you shaking anyone's hand? Like, especially Flair. Like, you know he's not going to wrestle, whatever. I found that very disrespectful and weird. But it is what it is. Randy Orton says it's nostalgic and it is also it is also cementing his legacy. The voices in his in his head and himself are happy uh, with being the legend killer. Now we do get Big Show come out and says enough is enough. He calls Randy Orton a narcissistic parasite. Says that the show that the randy orton then does this says that the show is a future hall of famer and maybe even a wwe legend randy orton says what happens next is on him and then they get out of the ring but there's no attack i was almost certain that rick flair was going to give show the low blow and randy orton was going to give the punt i guess for now maybe we're going to get a big show versus randy orton kind of weird um but yeah, we shall see what happens there. Um, yeah, I'm surprised Flair is there live, though, uh, considering everything that's going on in Florida now. 
Um, and then, of course, all the cases with COVID. I'm surprised Flair is there, uh, but I don't know anymore. I, I guess people aren't caring. I don't know what they're doing. They got to take better care of their staff because that's ridiculous. Um, next match, we got Sasha Banks and Bailey versus the Iconics for a tag team title match. Um, we do see a little struggle between Bailey and Banks as Bailey forced Banks to start the match, which almost led them to lose the titles as uh, one of the Iconics almost got a quick three. Uh, Bailey also has a bandage on her shoulder, and I mentioned that because, you know, um, like, you know, Flair had a bandage on her shoulder, and this doesn't affect Bailey's kind of thing. Uh, but it's also, I guess, telling a story for the uh, Oscar and Charlotte situation. But it's still kind of weird to me. Um, basically, the winners are Bailey and Banks via the bank statement. Um, essentially, Banks hits um, hits Bailey by mistake. I thought then, oh, this is definitely going to be where they lose the titles or something and give it to the Iconics. But nope, Banks ends up winning with the bank stabber and then the bank statement. So after the match, though, Sasha tells Bailey that she wants a shot at the women's championship and she wants to experience what Bailey experiences. And it's kind of looking like she's going to ask Bailey. She's like, she wants a title shot at Extreme Rules. And that's why she is officially challenging Asuka for the championship. Again, they just keep doing it. They keep teasing you, they keep teasing you, and then bam, they're good friends again. Eventually, it's gonna blow up though. Maybe this is where Bailey is gonna mess up Banks and make her lose. Asuka does come out, says she accepts, you are not the boss of me, is what she says, and I accept. So there you have it. Next up, we got the Rey Mysterio Dominic roll-in segment. Um, and you know, basically Rollins wonders what he should, uh, so Rey Mysterio comes out, first of all, uh, says that he respects Dominic for defending him, but he has to do this on his own. Dominic mentions that he's not going anywhere and tells Rollins that this is what a family looks like. Seth Rollins then does come out and says he doesn't know what to do, whether he should damage Dominic in front of Rey or Ray in front of Dominic and mentions that they both will be sacrifices. And then this is when uh, Murphy and um, wow, wow, Theory, Murphy and Theory come out. And as they are coming out to go to the ring, we get uh, Alistair Black and Umberto Carrillo, who basically hit them from behind. And uh, yeah, so it ends up being a struggle. Everyone's fighting. Uh, eventually, at one point, uh, Ray, Dominic, Alistair, and Carrillo get the upper hand and try to put, throw the, uh, basically try to damage Roland's Azai. And it's a constant back and forth there. And it's a whole huge event. I imagine we're going to see something next week. And maybe Dominic is going to be fighting now. So maybe it's going to be Dominic, Alistair, Carrillo versus Seth. Uh, versus Seth Murphy and Theory uh, next week on Raw. Really curious to see Dominic in the ring. It's going to be a little weird, and he's probably going to botch a few things, but it's his first matchup, I want to say, in front of a crowd, but now we're probably not even going to get a crowd. 
there. So we will certainly see what happens. Um, in terms of the rating, ratings time, Monday's Raw drew an average of 1.922 on the USA Network. This is slightly down from last week's 1.939. Nothing, uh, so not really a crazy downfall there. It was ranked 4, 6, and 7 on cable for the day with a 0.53 average rating at the 18 to 49 demographic, which is the same as last week. This time last year, to kind of keep it 100, the June 24, 2019 Raw drew 2.275, and the 2018 Raw drew a 2.663. Of course, those Raws didn't have a pandemic going through it. If you want to break it down hourly, it is 2.035. So first hour got the most views. 9 p.m. it got 1.950, and then 10 p.m. got 1.782. Guess not everyone was excited for the Dominic Ray segment. Um, but I think on the second hour, that's when... No, the first hour, I think we got the Charlotte match. So at least they uh, got that. And uh, the Charlotte match definitely was the match of the night. Um, Sasha Iconics was good. You know, um, the Randy Orton Edge segment was, you know, it was there. We got the Asuka Charlotte Flair match. Pretty awesome as well and why am i isn't there wasn't there a third match asuka versus flair oh wow i feel like oh and then of course profits versus raiders um yeah i mean the profits versus raiders was decent enough i kind of didn't care i'm done i'm done with like it's cool that they're friends or whatever i'm just kind of done i want to see street profits go against someone else which i'm gonna i I think the street profits versus garza and um and andrade is gonna be pretty sick i think that's gonna be really awesome so i'm really stoked for that should be a good time there and uh yeah so rob was pretty decent pretty good um if I'm gonna have to give it my final verdict, my uh, you know, I'm gonna have to give it, um, you know, a, a 3.6 out of five. Um, I don't know, like it, it was, it was good, it was good. Like it's just, it was a lot of stuff that I'm tired of that they keep dragging the Viking Street Profits thing. You know, they, not dragging, but they, they could have done that monumental part uh, at a pay per view or something. Like you built all that up that the street profits can never beat the Raiders and then they're friends and then they just beat them and then nothing, you know, same thing with Oscar and flair. And that's just like a pay-per-view, you know what I mean? That's a pay-per-view worthy match where Oscar finally beats flair. Like don't make it where it's for the title, you know, cause you know, Oscar's going to win. And there's like a whole petition for like flair never get a championship match again or something. I saw that on like change.org kind of messed up uh flair is just awesome she definitely deserves another title reign or two or three or four or five or 16 Woo! um that's it guys so 3.6 out of five that's my rating that's my rating and i'm sticking to it um decent raw you know can't complain this whole uh curious to see what dominic's eventually gonna start doing and um yeah that's that's pretty much it so guys want to follow me you certainly can you know the vibes at jlb420 on twitter at real talk radio 8 on twitter as well that's the brand uh anchor.fm slash rtr facebook slash real talk radio online facebook instagram um rather instagram at real talk radio online as well and um 
uh, at Justin JLB on Instagram as well. I do a little bit of everything, guys. If you uh, like, share, like, share notify subscribe whatever have you do all the things all of the links for my social medias and all that will be on the doobly do's and that is it guys that is all if there's ever anything else you know the vibes you know the messages don't hesitate and raw was pretty decent look for the nxt review as well as the aew dynamite review um and of course, our uh, FBI segment. So that is it. That is all. Ciao for now.